Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I'm cool being the scapegoat, Chris, as if you want. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. Vanessa Richardson with you filling in for the guys. The speculation is getting reckless at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're alluding to this, Brian Winhurst on the uh, Cleveland show that I help host and produce every weekday morning here uh, in the uh, city on the lake, Cleveland, Ohio, that some call the mistake on the lake, but that's not actually fair. Brian Winhurst joined us, was asked a very simple question about the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't have a terrific feel for what the Cavs are doing. They've kept their information pretty tight. Um, I have some speculation. There's a couple of outlandish stuff that I'm not going to say right now because I'd get in trouble. But can, I, I can wish you... I could tell you more, and I know I shouldn't tease you, but there's there's one thing out there that I heard that the well, just look on social media in this last week and see what you see, and and, and you know start going from there. Ryan in Ohio is on ESPN Radio. Hi, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? Hey, We're Ryan. speculating, Ryan. It's outlandish. getting a little bit reckless. It's outlandish. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I was thinking about Zion Williamson. That seems outlandish to me. Like, what would the Cavs, Ryan, thank you, what would the Cavs give up for Zion? What would they be able to give up? Because as you brought up, draft picks, none, right? They don't have any. The would Mitchell you trade, tra- I wouldn't trade Darius Garland for Zion Williamson. I don't think I'd do that. No. There's a lot of questions with Zion, right? His health, his, um, let's call it decision-making uh, off the court. There's a lot going on there. Uh-huh. His uh, Cleveland winter, a Cleveland winter with the pierogies and the uh, the restaurant scene here. I don't know if that would serve Zion Williamson well or not. He's got to get himself in shape. You know what's funny, Vanessa? When he's played, he's been awesome. God, Italy, good, Little Italy's great, too, in, in Cleveland. <laughs> Dangerous area. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) And and shout out when we played. I work for the Rockets, obviously, when we played the Cavs. Kaylee Uh Griffin, who used to have my job, is now Uh pregame and postgame for the Cavs. She took me to Little Italy, and I had one of the best Italian dinners I've ever had. The food here. See, Cleveland, totally underrated. See impending free agents. You want to come and play it. We got great food. (laughs) The weather here in the winter, especially, is just gorgeous. I mean, it's sunshine constantly. Uh, speaking of sunshine, Justin mm. in Arizona is on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hi, Justin. Hey, how's it going? We're good. Recklessly speculate with us, please. All right. So this one's a stretch, but it's pretty outlandish. So uh, Donovan Mitchell, there's been a couple articles floating out around there about him stating that he could have played in the MLB and uh, that he could pursue a Major League Baseball career because he's got the talent. Mm. And supposedly his father, well, yeah, his father's an exec with the Mets. So uh-huh. or Don- Donovan Mitchell to baseball, Justin in Arizona says. Whoa. That is outlandish. Can we give Justin some credit? That's outlandish. That's the first one I've heard where I'm like, that is actually outlandish. I mean, it's happened before, Dion. Russell Wilson should. You know who should go play baseball? Kyler Murray should go play baseball. 
Yeah. You know what? He doesn't seem to like the studying part of football. You don't have to study a lot with baseball. Right. You no play, homework clauses and MLB All those guys contracts. do is play video games in baseball. He can play video games in the middle of the sixth inning if he wants. If he's a DA. Absolutely. Triple H say ESPN. Terrence out in Oklahoma is on ESPN Radio. Speculate with us, please. Terrence, what do you got? Two of them for you. I got Trey Young to 76ers for James Harden. James Harden has a $10,000 weekly stipend. And we got Draymond Green going to uh, Philadelphia for a second-round draft pick with a no-podcast clause in his contract. (laughs) So (laughs) James's contract includes a $10,000 stipend for the Atlanta nightlife. Uh Uh-huh. And then uh, the the no-podcasting clause. I'm, I'm out on that. I think Draymond's podcast is now much better than anything Draymond does on the court. I don't want to get he rid of Draymond's podcast. He is one of the best podcasts. Podcast. A lot of athletes have podcasts now. His is actually informative. Steve Kerr actually went on there and was semi-insightful after the end of the season. I am team Draymond Green podcast, despite what Rockets fans uh, might hate me for saying that. Can I go on a rant all these athletes thinking that rant. doing media is easy? To rant it out, baby. I'm here for you. They, they, they just think they're going to come into our house and do our jobs. And it's <laughs> now look, Draymond Green and Tony Romo; those guys are not every single player. So all these guys that think they're just going to stroll right into the podcast game and have the best podcast in the world, having not worked at broadcasting at all, trust me, what we do is not easy. It's not a walk in the park. Most of you are going to do two episodes of a podcast, and then you're going to go run a car dealership or whatever other athletes do when they're retired. Own a couple of bars. Tom Brady's podcast is not good. Because Tom Brady's podcast is the guy that he's known for forever that just tees him up with softball questions. I'm wondering how good Tom Brady is going to be when he does Fox. Because like you said, it is not as easy as some people think it is. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be terrible. You know who's good? J.J. Redick is really good. But it, it's JJ not Reddick's everybody. great. Not, a, not everybody is cut out for this, and it's not easy. Don't make it out like you could come in here. LeBron likes to say the man in the arena. If you haven't actually been behind the microphone, you don't know what you're talking about. Justin in Phoenix is on ESPN Radio. He wants to recklessly speculate with me and Vanessa Richardson. What's up, Justin? Outlandish. Hey, what's up? So I don't know if it's the 110-degree temps that are getting to me, but DeAndre Ayton's got to get out of Phoenix. And the only outlandish thing I can think of is like a three-team trade maybe between the Cavs, for Jared Allen and maybe somehow sending Donovan Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs from the Knicks or to the Knicks from the Cavs and he maybe R.J. Barrett back to the Cavs. I don't know, but something like that. But DeAndre Ayton's got to get out of Phoenix. Huh. So who, the the Suns in this three team deal? The the Suns in this three team deal. Thanks for the call. Get Jared Allen. The Knicks get Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs get DeAndre Ayton and R.J. Barrett. Huh? Let's get weird. Seems. I put it in the Silly trade season. machine, Vanessa. See if it works. Glenn is in the Bay Area is on ESPN Radio. What's up, Glenn? Hey, what's up? Uh, I was thinking maybe it's not the trade that it's outlandish, but maybe the player. Like if, uh, say, Donovan Mitchell went to the Knicks, Kyrie might go back. No. To- Glenn, no way. No. Now you're now you are talking outlandish. 
Has a guy ever demanded a trade from a team and then ended up going back to that team at some point in their career? James Harden's thinking about it, right? That that would be that is you know what? I like that you brought that up, Aaron, because that is an underrated part of the possible storyline to me. Is the fact that okay, it's one thing if you come back like, oh, LeBron came back, whatever. Like James Harden like demanded to be gone from Houston and then would be coming back. Yeah, he he I don't know. gained he gained weight, and my wife called him James. Olive Harden, Olive. <laughs> in order to get out of Houston, Mrs. Mrs. and then like and then all of a sudden he's going to come back. You know, I don't know. I I find that one, I find that one hard to believe. But you know, we're getting outlandish. Anything is possible. Uh, Brandon is in Indiana. Is next up on ESPN Radio. What's up, Brandon? Indiana. What's up, y'all? What up? What um. Up, I think the most outlandish thing that can happen, well, i got two guys for you. One, not so much, and then one a little bit more outlandish. I would say the need for the Cavs is actually at the three. So if they could somehow swing Kuzma, that would actually help their team out a lot. It but would. the outlandish one would be if Draymond ended up in Cleveland. Mm. How, how, I'm trying to figure that out. How could we get Draymond to Cleveland? They like defense, right? They do. I mean, Draymond certainly brings a ton of that, and certainly he can't shoot. But, but I don't with know what, what picks. Yeah, what with what, what? Like they don't have any cap space. Draymond's going to be a free agent, be? so no one's going to trade for Draymond Green. It would have to be a. It, you'd have to sign Draymond Green with the Cavs' non-existent cap space. Is what is what I'm getting at? Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive offers 24/7 protection. When you bundle home, auto, and motorcycle, learn more. You can go to Progressive.com. That is Progressive.com. would actually be the perfect timing for Portland to move on now that they do have the heir apparent. I hear a lot of speculation around Draymond Green and Dame Lillard spending a lot of time together. Can that be possible for Golden State? The best thing he can do is leave the Trailblazers because maybe he can go somewhere where he has the shot at the championship he obviously wants. If Damian Lillard says, I don't think we can win with this roster, then I'm going to say, well, it's your choice. Do you want out? And let him make the decision right there. Canty and Carlin, I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Vanessa Richardson. Into the hotline we go. Sean Hyken covers the Blazers, Rose Garden Report newsletter and podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Hyken, H-I-G-H-K-I-N. Sean, if I asked a stereotypical Blazers fan how he feels about Dame Lillard right now, what do you think he would say? I think a lot of people are just tired of hearing about this and would like it to just get resolved one way or the other, I think is is just kind of the general sense that I'm getting right now. On draft night, when the Blazers selected Scoot Henderson, I think a lot of people, including myself, viewed that as, you know, the heir apparent by Dame. We appreciate your loyalty. Is that not necessarily the case? Like, what? How does that fit in with, especially like you have Shaden Sharp, you have Simon. Like, what is the dynamic at guard going to be if he stays? Well, they're going to have to make some other moves. I think that the logical one would be uh, uh, Anthony Simons would probably have to get moved somewhere. I think the thing, the, the big hole in the roster right now is they need some sort of wing upgrade. I don't mm-hmm. really know exactly what's out there right now but like between trades and the free agent market that would be i think what they would have to uh look at upgrading if they were to try to you know keep you know have the dame scoot thing be uh you know 
tenable because Shade Sharp is somebody that they view very much as a part of their future. So that's I think that's something they're going to have to address in the coming days. And, you know, we'll see how that is able to get shaken out. Sean Hyken joins us now. Do, do you believe both the Blazers and Dame want Dame to be in Portland for this season? Yes. It's just a matter of can they put the roster together that makes him feel like, you know, they have at least a shot. Like the thing I think people don't understand about this whole situation is he's never said you have to make a move that makes us a title favorite or, you know, you, you know, the, you know, the overwhelming favorite. He just wants to, you know, I mean, especially if, you know, if you look at the West right now, uh, you know, outside of Denver, pretty much every team that you go down the list of has some question marks about them. And, you know, there's not really a whole lot of sure things there. So I think if you're Dame and you feel like if they can just get some, you know, veterans and, you know, upgrade some different positions and make build a roster that makes more sense. They can feel like, you know, why can't they be this year's Sacramento and be a three seed? That's kind of all he's looking for. But yes, I do. I do believe that in an ideal world, both sides would like for this partnership to continue. It's interesting you say that's all he's looking for, because if I'm Damian Lillard, which spoiler alert, I don't play in the NBA, but don't you see your chances of getting a ring? Like if you want a ring, Aren't you kind of taking inventory of your age and the surrounding pieces and wanting to, to get as close to that goal as possible? I mean, yeah, but you also run the risk if you decide that, that you go do that somewhere else. You run the risk, and I think this is something that he knows and has thought about. And I mean, True. he talked about this before in different interviews that he's done. Let's say you go somewhere else to ring chase. And it doesn't work out. And after mm-hmm. a couple of years, and then you, you maybe your career, you know, takes more of the Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook trajectory where, you know, you're old and making a lot of money and teams just kind of try to salary dump you every year. And that kind of changes the way that people think about you. Like, how has it gone for Russell Westbrook since he left Oklahoma City? I think that's yeah. something that Dane thinks about and has, and has talked about before. And so it's not necessarily as much as, you know, you and I who are not, you know, in his position yeah. and, and you can say, yeah, he'll probably, you know, if he goes to Miami or Brooklyn or whatever, maybe he has a little bit of a better shot at the title. But if it doesn't work out there, the downside is a lot greater. So I think that's a lot of – this is all stuff that kind of comes into play that maybe isn't talked about as much. Mm. Sean Hyken, the Rose Garden Report, joins us in Portland as we talk about the Dame Lillard situation. Why does it make sense for the Blazers and their where they are in their development to want to keep Dame Lillard on their roster at $50-plus million a year? Well, I think the thing that – makes this a little bit harder because, I mean, I understand in a vacuum the argument that, like, yeah, they're going young. They've got Scoot Henderson and Shaden Sharp. You should just trade Dame and get some, you know, draft picks and young players, all that stuff. There's no trade out there right now for him that makes sense because if you look at the two teams that have really been linked to him a lot in Miami and Brooklyn, neither of them really have anything that attractive to offer. Where, you know, you I, I don't think, I don't think Portland would be particularly moved by a package involving like Tyler Hero and two, you know, first round picks that are probably not going to be very good picks that are three or four years out. Like, I don't think that's really going to make them say, yeah, we need to like trade the franchise's all time leading, leading score for this package. That'll really set us up for a rebuild. Like, I don't think there's really a deal out there that checks all the boxes of like, cause I don't think they would Blake Griffin him and just like send him to Detroit or somewhere he had no interest in going. Mm. But I also don't think they're going to just give him up for pennies on the dollar. If it does come to that. And there's really no trade out there right now that checks all the boxes of a somewhere he would want to go B has enough to give to Portland that 
they don't feel like they're just like giving him away and C would then still have enough left over to still be a contender. So, you know, in the absence of a deal like that actually being out there, that really makes sense. Then, you know, the, I, I don't know if, you know, trading him is necessarily the better option. At least I think that's the way they do it. It sounds maybe trite to talk about, oh, how much does a player mean to a city? You know, because we know he spent his entire career there. But I was, you know, I'm with the Rockets, so I was there on the other side of that 71-point performance. I, I mean, the city just loves him, loves him, loves him, loves him. And I feel like he's almost the last of a dying breed. He seems so loyal to the Blazers. Is that the sense that you have and how difficult would that parting of the ways be for both parties if it happened? It would be very difficult. I mean, for him, he's never going to go. Some, even even if he wins a title somewhere else, like it's going to be him going to somebody else's team and doing it there. And, you know, if you're the Blazers organization and Joe Cronin, their general manager, who's the one that's in charge of kind of mm-hmm. putting this together and threading the needle, he's going to have to live with being the GM that couldn't build a contender around Dame and had to trade him. And like, that's something that you know that that he's going to have to deal with if it if it comes to that too. So I think there's a lot invested in both parties for you know to find a way forward together. Is uh, Dame the best Blazer ever, Sean? Uh, it depends on your definition of best. I mean, you Bill Walton won MVP and won you know won a championship. Clyde Drexler had those multiple you know finals runs. But if you want to talk about like you know obviously numbers wise, franchise all time leading scorer, but also in terms of just you know, in the city, in the community, all that kind of stuff. I think he has a pretty strong argument. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really get into that type of stuff. It's all just like a matter of personal preference, but he's certainly on the very short list. Sean, appreciate the time. Thanks for jumping on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. That's Sean Hyken, Rose Garden Report newsletter and podcast. We keep recklessly speculating about Dame trades. It sounds from Sean like he's going nowhere. Like that he'll is- be in Portland. That was that was made very clear. And listen, he this guy's connected, so um, I trust what he says. I think when when the season starts, when we started the show, I would have said the chances of Dame still being on the Blazers roster were fifty fifty. Now I'm feeling more seventy five twenty five. If I can do math in my head real quick, I mean things change fast in the NBA. That is for sure. Um, but I, you know, he Dame has a good point in that just because you're not going to win. It doesn't mean you're going to go somewhere else and win a ring. And then if you go and then you don't win, then you're also not at home and you're in somebody else's situation. And I mean, how often has this ring chasing thing really worked recently in the NBA? It really hasn't, to be honest. I mean, with and you. for for a high caliber player, is it? That's a great question, and I'm glad he brought up Russell Westbrook. Russell, you know, talking about that situation. Um, you know, PJ Tucker. Like, there are examples of players that like eventually go get it, but somebody as high of a caliber as Dame. Here's what I respect: Damian Lillard seems like the last of a dying breed. Very loyal to the team that drafted him. Very loyal to the city and the way that they have helped him, you know, integrate into being a true leader in the city. Like, Damian Lillard, I think, truly is loyal to Portland. I'm sure it wasn't easy when they traded C.J. McCollum. Like, I'm sure he's had moments that have been frustrating. But I do think he's the last of a dying breed in sports where he is really loyal to the city that drafted him. I think that's commendable. And it sounds like we could very well see him in a Blazers uni when the season starts. Look, I don't think he'll ever win a title in Portland. But if he did, not every championship is created equal. And that one would count for like six. And then he would be 
indisputably the greatest Blazer. Well, you think about it, they have one team. You know, I'm, I'm sure or- University of Oregon is a big deal there, Oregon State, whatever. But they have one professional team, uh, and I'm not counting the soccer, you know, in the in the main four. <laughs> the big four. The big four, you know. And so that would be the parade to end all parades in the Pacific Northwest. Up next, ESPN Radio Rankem. It's Aaron Goldhammer's highly anticipated list Ooh. of the top five running backs in the NFL. Who will make it? Who won't make it? It's next time. Aaron Goldhammer. She is Vanessa Richardson. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. 
from the top five NFL quarterbacks. Prescott has had a fantastic win my whole career. You want to win the Super Bowl. To the top five NFL fan bases. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's Rank Them. The top five running backs. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Vanessa Richardson. We are on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We wanted to rank the worst five running backs in the NFL, but they told us at ESPN, Vanessa, no, we can't do that. We have they to said come that's up too with, outlandish. That's the word of the day. Unfortunately, we're stuck with the top five running backs instead of the bottom five running backs in the NFL. So I came up with a list and everybody's on pins and needles. So let's get it started with number five. Number five. Well, I did this in part just for Vanessa because she's from Indianapolis and she is a Colts fan. But I do have Jonathan Taylor on the list. Two years ago, he was in the MVP conversation, and there were games against good teams that he won basically by himself. Now, just because he was injured last year and they've had bad quarterbacks, none of that is his fault. And I think everybody will be reminded this year why he was the number one pick in everybody's fantasy draft and that he is one of the best backs in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor for me at number five. Number four. Number four, I've got the NFL's leading rusher. I mean, frankly, if you're that Vanessa, I feel like you have to be on this list. Josh Jacobs led the world in rushing last year. He plays for the Vegas Raiders. They have a questionable quarterback situation. I mean, I like Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo can stay healthy. Um, You know, there's nothing about him that is like all that, I don't know, like uh, highlight reel worthy, but... I feel like he realized his full potential this past year. He's an underrated player in my mind, and he's number four on the list of the top five running backs. Number three. Number three, I've got a guy that's going to the Hall of Fame. I just think Derrick Henry is past his prime. That being said, he is a nightmare to have to play against. I think the hardest guy in this generation to tackle is Derrick Henry. He has statistically some numbers that very few running backs have. I think he'll be enshrined in Canton one day. I wish he got to play with a better QB because then I think he could have won a Super Bowl. But I definitely think he's an all-time great. Derrick Henry, in my mind, at number three. Number two. I'm going to get ripped in Cleveland where I live Mm. for this. But Nick Chubb is second on my list. His all-time yards per carry average is top five all time. He has played with some bad quarterbacks from Jacoby Brissett to Baker Mayfield and even worse than that. But he's put up great numbers throughout his entire career, and I still think he has a year or two left in him where he could lead the league in rushing, lead the league in fantasy points. Plus, this year I think they're going to use him more in the passing game that they have in the past. So for me, number two is the most explosive back in the league, and that is Nick Chubb. Number one. And number one, is he a running back? Is he a receiver? Is he a all of the above? Christian McCaffrey is just a really impressive offensive Swiss Army knife. And I think if the quarterback, Brock Purdy, had not gotten hurt in the NFC Championship game, that the Niners could have won that game and maybe gone on to win the Super Bowl, despite the fact that they don't have really a franchise quarterback on the roster. He's also maybe the only running back in the NFL right now who's definitely worth a first-round pick in trade. If the Browns made Chubb available, do you think they'd get a one for him? I don't. Dalvin Cook just got cut. They couldn't find a draft pick for him at his salary number. Christian McCaffrey got a one 
during the season last year. I think that really says something. So for me, number one back in the NFL is Christian McCaffrey. Vanessa, the floor is yours. Your thoughts. A lot of folks will say no Saquon Barkley, question mark. And I'm glad you brought Josh Jacobs to my attention. To your point, not he doesn't have the sexiest highlight reel. If I were making a top five list, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that I would have even had him on it, but you're right. He put up the numbers. He had to deal with the tricky quarterback situation. You know how I feel about Jonathan Taylor. Beyond just being a Colts fan, really and truly, dealing with the quarterback situation, the mess of the quarterback situation in Indianapolis over the last few years, I think that he's still a little bit underrated. We saw the glimpse of maybe MVP talk before Carson Wentz um, pooped the bed for the Colts, but Derrick Henry, look, you can't go wrong with, with Derrick Henry. I don't know that he is uh, past his prime as somebody that covered the Texans and is a Colts fan, a little AFC South action. I've seen a lot of Derrick Henry. He still scares me. Mike Vrabel has this mind where he is just able to get the most out of players, even the ones that seem to be made of glass. And then Nick Chubb and McCaffrey, I think you hit the nail on the head at at two and one. I think you could flirt with putting Derrick Henry at second when he's completely healthy over Nick Chubb, but we'll see what Nick Chubb can do. He and Deshaun Watson, I think the expectations are high this year. Yeah, I, no one really is talking about the Browns, which I kind of like for the sake of the Browns, because when they get talked about, they tend to fall flat on their face. I think in terms of just pure running back, handoff on first and 10, Nick Chubb's number one on the list. But when I think about the game today, the formations, the spread, mm. how dangerous a guy is, how much you have to prepare to play a player, uh, I think Christian McCaffrey deserves the top spot. couple other things. Um, who is going to get knocked off of this list in the next year or so? Mm. I mean, I'm not sure Derrick Henry is going to be on this list in a year. Some of the aging guys, you know, and, and Henry to me is one that at this point, you know, I don't know. Some people think the Titans are going to be terrible this year. They did draft a quarterback in Will Levis. Uh, so to me, he's the guy most likely to fall off. What do you think, Vanessa? Who I am not. I am not a Ryan Tannehill believer, but I say that. And yet, what do the Titans do every year? I mean, seriously, and and I'm not saying the AFC South is the most difficult division in the world. Um, But, yeah, I don't know if I I would say Derrick Henry would be off the list. I think that um, there's a good chance. I don't know what you mentioned, the quarterback situation. Jimmy Garoppolo seems to be made of glass. What, What will the potential of Josh Jacobs be? Yeah, but guys who I think could jump up onto this list, Jameer Gibbs is just in an ideal situation in Detroit. I know people were surprised by that pick, but I think he's going to be one of these, you know, catch 60 passes, run for a thousand yards, score a bajillion touchdowns. I hope Chris Berman has his Jameer Gibbs nickname on NFL primetime on ESPN plus ready to go. I'm sure he's he's going to need it. I think he's going to need it. I like that. Um, Who do you, who would you put on? I mean, it's not on now. It's not on. I mean, I think a lot of people would say Saquon or Dalvin Cook, but to your point, the Vikings cut Dalvin Cook. Could he go somewhere where he is valued again, where he's able to have another fantastic season, be a main target weapon for a premier quarterback in the a la Aaron Rodgers? Question mark with the Jets. Let's get outlandish, baby. Uh, I don't know. I think I think we could see Dalvin on there as well. I'm trying to think of a Chris Berman name for Jameer Gibbs, and I'm struggling to come up with one. Bijan Robinson, you know, pardon oh, I me, would... may I have Bijan Robinson? 
That's a reference to a commercial from a million years ago. Was it mustard related? Yes, Dijon. Okay, he had mustard. Oh, that's right. He had mustard at um at as part of an NIL deal. You know, he had his own brand of mustard. I would love to see Bijan. Yeah, yep. I would love to see Bijan break out. I think the Falcons are a team that are not being talked about. For good reason. They haven't exactly been star students the last couple of years. That but division I'm excited to is, see what Bijan can do. That division is terrible. I, Who's going to really win bad. that division? Carolina's really got bad. I mean, they got the number one pick in the draft. That They're probably the most exciting team. Atlanta's running Desmond Ritter around for a while. Uh, Derek Carr excites nobody in New Orleans. Neither does Dennis Allen. And then uh, Tampa, I mean, what? Kyle Trask, Baker Mayfield. You know, I mean, come on. That might Tampa be is is number four in my list on that my in my mind on that list. I have yeah. no belief in Tampa and what they can do. They've fallen apart since Brady and company left. Um, but that's to your point. Them being so bad, let's say Bijan has this breakout year. Could we see him become one of the running backs in the league yeah. and yep. knock on wood, stay healthy? I think that's a guy that could be on the. Uh, and I think that offense with Arthur Smith. I think that's a guy that could be on this list coming up next year. Up next. Vanessa and I are very unhappy about some big news in the game show industry. We'll explain mm. why. Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Vanessa Richardson, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Well, we 
We are going to the WNBA for our play of the day here on Canty and Carlin. Aaron Goldhammer, Vanessa Richardson with you. Triple H say ESPN, the number if you want to jump in with us. I don't really know why I'm giving out the phone number because we probably won't take your calls, but just if you want to say hi to yeah, Shannon, give it Triple to H say ESPN, 888-729-3776, our producer. Uh, we're on Sirius XM Channel 80 if you are checking us out there. I want to pick... The Connecticut Sun tonight, plus the four and a half. Nobody's respecting the Sun. And I know everybody's all over those New York Liberty, thinking they're one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference of the WNBA. The Sun are 12-3. and three. Put some respect on the Sun's name. Plus yes, four and son. a half. Take Connecticut. I also like Connecticut on the money line. Give me Connecticut plus 158 on the money line. Bet 100 to win 158 bucks. I'm going deep into the WNBA. That is today's play of the day, and it's time for three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Now I don't know if these are Germans or or Americans or what, but. The Dolphin Chief game in Frankfurt sold out apparently in 15 minutes, according mm-hmm. to reports, in a giant stadium. The NFL coming to Germany this year, uh, as they did last year, I believe, for one game as well. Do you have a dream destination, Vanessa, to watch an NFL game? I want an Aperol Spritz, pasta, and I want to watch a game in Italy, baby. Oh, Little buzzed, yeah. under the Tuscan sun. Maybe I'll have a boyfriend there. It'll be romantic by then. I mean, it's like there's so much you could do with these destinations and potential trips. Like, you're not just going to watch the game. Like, the people that go to that game in Germany are going to be making a whole four-day, three or four days out of it. So I think mine would be – I've never been to Italy. I've always wanted to go. I think mine would be, like, go to Italy, watch a game, eat some pasta. It would be a good time. Won a trip you? to Italy, Vanessa, to go on my honeymoon with my wife, and it was you won a trip to Italy. I, I, we won a trip to Italy. And what? We used the trip for our. It's a story for another day, but we used the trip to go to Italy for our honeymoon, and it was it was incredible. It was amazing. Was it lovely? It was lovely. Yeah, it was. There's nothing bad about it. I, I would like um, the NFL to go to my homeland. Can you imagine the NFL in Israel? <laughs> let's go yeah, let's do it baby <laughs> rabbi scoff my rabbi from park synagogue flipping the coin at midfield i'm all about it let's take the nfl to the holy land who does god root for we'll yeah, find exactly. out next on <laughs> monday imagine, night like, football can you imagine russell wilson if the bronco uh, if the broncos were in one of those games like yeah, he's baby. so religious to he would holy do the land. tour yeah, he would be baby. praying in the holy water both teams go to the western wall hoping everybody just stays healthy yeah that's all the religions loved supported i'm going to the (laughs) holy land all right ryan seacrest we're not happy about this is going (sighs) to replace pat sajak what a it's a very milk toast choice i'm definitely i'll put it this way vanessa i'm not more likely to watch wheel of fortune because ryan seacrest is there no i needed something outlandish i needed doc rivers I needed, I needed Bill Belichick. I needed something that was so unexpected. 
or maybe Vanna White. Promote our girl. She's been flipping those letters for years. Give Vanna a chance. I mean, she deserved at least a shot at the big she job, did. right? I mean, maybe they thought, I don't know, she couldn't hold it down for that long. I don't know how many more years Vanessa she's has on Vanna White. But she's been totally typecast as just the pretty face that walks back and forth and pushes the buttons. Wrong. Let's give her a chance. I mean, she does it when Sajak is out. I'll give you another guy who'd be good. Joe Fortbaugh. I'll give you somebody yeah. else. Amber Wilson would be really. How about <laughs> Joe and Amber together? They do it. Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> and then they do Joe and Amber, which is next with us right here on ESPN Radio. Vanessa, it's been fun. This has been Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.